0: Hello, hello! Leo's daughter, Dina, and she gets raped in this story. Another tragic story. Maybe there's a happy ending. I was starting to remember the hierarchy of how Jacob loved his wives. It was Rachel and Joseph, and then Leah and her sons and daughters, and then the maidservants and their kids. That was kind of established in the last chapter. So we're going to continue to see if any of that carries over with Jacob and see how he treats uh, his only daughter, Dinah. Hi, Mark. Hello. So this story, I was thinking a lot about this. Isn't she the only daughter that he has?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They had uh, 11 sons or he had 11 sons with what was it? four different women or something, four or five.
0: Two handmaids um, and two wives.
1: Who had four different women, and then yeah, eleven sons and one daughter. And I think uh, was was this the youngest or the second youngest child? I think
0: um, maybe she a, came, a, She was a seventh sibling. The seventh. She, um, sibling. So the seventh. He, oh. Yeah, Leah had six sons and then one daughter. Um, well, I think.
1: Okay, I thought she was one of the youngest, maybe. She could
0: be one of the youngest because after Leah had her kids, Rachel also had Joseph and Benjamin was the youngest. So it could be like Dinah, Joseph and Benjamin in that order. But I don't know. We'll have to go back and look at that again. But I do remember she had six sons and then one daughter in the previous verses. So you want me to read this one or do you want to continue?
1: Uh, You can read it, but I think there's a lot to uh, talk about almost in each sentence here. Oh, really? uh, So we'll be be stopping.
0: Dinah is defiled, Chapter 34. Now Dinah, the daughter of Leah, whom she bore to Jacob, went out to see the daughters of the land.
1: Okay, so yeah, so so we know that she ends up, uh, whatever, getting raped or somebody has sex with her. And then, so Dinah... So they're in they're in this land of Canaan, and um, why is she going out? What is she doing? Like, why is she going? So, like, the men are not supposed to marry the daughters of Canaan,
0: right?
1: Right, avoid them.
0: Yeah. They're
1: evil. They're wicked. These people are no good. So why? Oh,
0: why is, is she is out the daughter? Canaan? She
1: went out to see the daughters of the land. Why doing? What is she doing? Why? She's supposed to avoid these people. Now, they did just in the previous chapter at the end, um, they bought some land. Um, so, maybe they were kind of friendly with some of these people. Shechem, Shechem's no. father, they they bought some land from the sons of Hamor, Shechem's father. From the sons of Hamor, Shechem's father, he bought for a hundred pieces of money, the piece of land.
0: Well, it does um, hear that Jacob came peacefully to the city of Shechem, which is the land of Canaan. Um, so maybe they was just like, maybe he maybe didn't. Maybe it was
1: a friendly them. city. Right. Maybe it seemed friendly. Okay, that makes sense, actually. They weren't so hostile. Maybe they were kind of friendly Canaanites.
0: Right. <laughs> and then he bought the <laughs> land first. from them from the children of Hamor, yeah. Shem's father. So he wouldn't have paid them good money and hung out there if he thought they were so evil.
1: That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so maybe, and, and if you think about Dinah, she's only, there's no sisters, right? She has no sisters. Oh, so brother. maybe she wanted to make some female friends or something. I mean, it's yeah, just it totally a bit puzzling. Well. It's a bit strange that she would go out. It sounds a little bit dangerous you know what I mean just first of all and how you know and she's probably a teenager I think if uh, yeah. a lot of that's what people think based on the age of everyone in these stories you know she's probably a teenage girl going off in a foreign land so that that she's just
0: gotta have girlfriends any normal teenager <laughs> today that, it, it's not it'd be way too difficult just to say all I'm going to do is hang out with my brothers. It's not possible. So this is their natural inclination to go out and meet other girlfriends. Okay. Yeah.
1: Even though they're Canaanites.
0: Yeah. Even if they are, let me look all the pretty much the whole world lives in America and we all make friends with each other equally. So it's not, it's not unheard of, you know, like we're all, yeah. Hanging out in Babylon, pretty
1: much. That's true, yeah. So it's just kind of a normal thing that she might do. Okay. All um, right, that's good. All right. So when, we get to kind of the background. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> Teenage girls. Uh, when Shisham, the son of Hamor, the Hivite, the prince of the land, saw her and took her and lay with her and defiled her.
1: So yeah, if- see, I mean, it sounds... So it's not as safe as she thought it was.
0: <laughs> well, she I got it's, Maybe she snuck out, you know, and didn't think about how it yeah. was. Or the son of Hamor, which is also the same uh, son of Hamor that he bought the land from. Yeah. Hebrews chapter, right? The I mean, maybe,
1: may, did 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 she, see, that's the thing, is there's a bit of debate over, was this an actual rape by a stranger, or was it somewhat, was she going, you know, did she know this guy, did she like him, was it somewhat consensual, was it?
0: Uh, it doesn't sound too consensual here, he said he saw her, and he took her, and lay with her, and defiled her,
1: so. Well, def, yeah, ESV says humiliated. But was it a defiling in the sense of um in you know, having just having sex in and of itself? You know what I mean? like being a, it's a Canaanite man. I think King James says defiled her
0: but he, he took her like he, he took, took, took her, her sounds pretty yeah.
1: forceful. He took yeah. her and lay with her and defiled. Her. It sounds like it wasn't really consensual.
0: Nope I don't um, once he took her, that's pretty much tells you that it was something that, because once he saw her, so there's three things that's going on. He, He saw her, he took her, he lay with her, and then that's the actual act of defiling her.
1: So yeah. And it sounds like happen. that wasn't supposed to, it's not, it's, it's a bad thing. It wasn't supposed to happen. Nobody right. wanted that to happen. It wasn't any kind of marriage. It wasn't, uh, and, and, and partly, I think maybe that was normal in Canaan. Maybe that's what the Canaanites did. You know, they're, they're considered to be, you know, somewhat uh, people without a whole lot of morals and ethics, right? That That's probably, it may have been normal in Canaan to, uh, even to rape women, you know, think about uh, Sodom.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: that all the Canaanites were almost kind of like the people from Sodom, you know, to a certain degree. Um,
0: well, if they so. made it in their culture to rape women, I mean, that would have been hard on all the women living there. Never, <laughs> yeah. <never knowing laughs> well, they that,
1: sa- I mean, they sacrificed children there and all these yeah. things. I mean, those were ritual things. They didn't go around killing children every day, probably, but. Um,
0: they weren't w- at war with these people right now. So. Even if it was commonplace, Dina didn't think that that could happen when she went off to go see the daughters.
1: Yeah, so it's just, we're just trying to understand the context, you know, okay. um, or just understand. But it, okay, so.
0: He was very smitten by Dinah, the daughter of Jacob, and he loved the girl and spoke kindly to her. So, is it? Yeah, a-
1: see, now it's like he loves her. Yeah. And he spoke, now he's speaking. See, that's the thing. He spoke. He loved her and spoke kindly to her and raped her.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well he raped her because he wanted her. he raped
1: her first, and then he realized he. he, Then he fell in love. You know what I mean? Yeah. His soul was. ESV says his soul was drawn to Dinah. He loved the young woman and spoke tenderly to her while he's raping her.
0: Well, I think. I mean. Isn't couldn't it be like that love at first sight thing where he saw her, he was smitten with her. But this at the same time, like he wasn't gonna ask for consensual uh dating or marriage. He just wanted to go after her that day. And but he still loved but then
1: her. Then he wants to marry her. I don't know. It it almost sounds like he um he met her, he saw her and he l- he lusted after her. He yeah. and he had sex with her right away. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, we don't know how she felt about it necessarily, unless it tells us later, but uh
0: she probably couldn't resist.
1: What's that? It
0: it reminds me of, in a way, Jacob's story, except it's the opposite of what's happening here. So Jacob loved Rachel when he first saw her. So imagine her like, oh, I love her, and sort of just kissing her like he did, and crying. He just took her, you know. So, but this guy is the same way as Jacob. Like he sees Dinah, but he doesn't respect her as a wife or a woman, he just like I'm just taking her right there. But he still loved her, you know. I think he wants he, to marry because isn't that the whole story's about that he's gonna try to marry her now?
1: Yeah. He's yeah, he's 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 being a bit selfish and strong willed. And you know, it's like this this teenage girl say, like, I want her and he and he took her already. He kind of moved a little too fast, it sounds like oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah
0: saying opposite of Jacob <laughs> <it's> 20 years. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, you know, if you want I don't know, could you call it rape or would it be something else? Um,
0: Oh, it's definitely rape. He just wants to marry the one that
1: he wants to marry. That's the thing is now usually if a guy rapes a girl, he doesn't want to, he doesn't love her. First of all, that's not a very loving thing to do and then he doesn't want to marry her. Right. That's, that's the thing that kind of uh, is different, I think. Um,
0: Yeah. But like you said, in those cultural, norms if they're used to taking women that way i can kind of see that happening too where they especially in more brutal places on the other side of the world i think they do just grab and go like this is my wife Mm. i take her. and
1: it's yeah yeah i mean there's no there's no question of how does dinah feel about this right you know what i mean
0: yeah, because when he says Shem spoke to his father Hamor, saying, "Get me this girl for my wife."
1: It he, almost reminds me of the fallen angels in Genesis yeah. six. They just came and took all any wife they chose.
0: Right, exactly.
1: And these guys, they, maybe they're Rephaim, maybe they're descendants of the Nephilim somehow. You know, that doesn't really say that here necessarily, no. but a lot of these Canaanites were apparently.
0: Yeah, I think they're just used to, there are cultures that even do that today. Um, grab women, yeah. rape them, and then take them for their wives. In fact, there were stories only a few years ago of people doing mm. that. Um, now, Jacob heard that Shechem had violated his daughter, Dina, but his sons were with his livestock in the field, so Jacob held his peace until they came. Tamor, the father of Shashem, went out to Jacob to commune with him. The sons of Jacob came out of the field, and when they heard it, and the men were grieved, and they were disturbed, because Shashem had disgraced Israel by lying with Jacob's daughter, a thing that should not be done.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: So it was a rape, as they say, disgrace Israel
1: you well, even yeah in, in either way he should not have just uh, slept with some with the uh, with the girl you know what I mean there, there had it had to be you, you know there had to be more to it than that there, normally they had to uh,
0: I think this you know, kind know. of says it all the thing they, they, they were they,
1: they, they should have been married first in right. the, with the family's approval. All that yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah. Like so, what
0: an idiot! Uh, he could have had her if he loved her. If he just waited a whole day,
1: Yeah.
0: you know. I, so isn't oh my god? Well,
1: that's that's the, I mean, that's you know, we don't all men don't always think straight about these things. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but we're talking a day. We just <laughs> went through Jacob's story. How long did he wait? Where he thought all that time was nothing, and this guy yeah even wait one day um, yeah. Amor spoke with them, saying, The soul of my son, Sheshem longs for your daughter. I pray that you will give her to him to marry. Make marriages with us and give your daughters to us and take our daughters for yourselves. You may dwell with us and the land will be before you. Dwell and trade in it and get possessions in it. Wow. Even that shouldn't have not happened because wasn't that command early on? Not Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're not, I mean, like on paper, it sounds like economically, practically, that sounds like a good offer. Yeah. You know, if if you just forget about their, they're angry about what just happened, but that's kind of what they want. They want to live in the land peacefully. They want to establish themselves. And now it's like, hey, become one of us. Like, (laughs) but it's like, no, we're not supposed to integrate with you guys. You guys are, you guys are evil. You know, basically, you know, we are different. We are God's uh, kingdom. You know, we are the we we are we we belong to god and you guys don't you guys have different gods different customs i think and, this um,
0: paragraph right here is relevant to what's going on in the world today that people don't know and they kind of taken each other's daughters and took possessions they're like they're very well integrated in especially in the united states where people just come over so like there's no discernment who's supposed to be with
1: who yeah it's all based on lust or attraction or Uh it's all based on the flesh
0: right
1: and there's no uh, thought of the like marriage has deeper implications really than uh than what we think about sometimes you know it's just about us and our life yeah yeah Yeah. and especially back then when these these guys were kind of given a divine you know a, a commandment from god to uh to uh, to do certain things, and they were specifically told not to marry these kings. See, this guy's offer This guy's saying, "Hey, we want to marry your daughters. You can marry our daughters." But they're commanded not to marry their daughters. But they did. Look, like, look at Solomon. They did marry. Yeah. They ended up. They ended up doing exactly this. They were enticed. They were seduced.
0: You know why? Into, uh, the longer they hung out with them, the longer they lived with together in harmony. It was bound to happen. How do you? Yeah, see- yeah.
1: Well, that's what. That's why they had the 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 mosaic covenant and all those laws and stuff. The food laws were yeah. were so they did not even eat with them. Right. So it was a social barrier to prevent them whoring after the other gods, ultimately and becoming like them. And uh, they're supposed to be a different type of people, a, a kingdom of justice and mercy and all that stuff. But these other kingdoms were not that. There was supposed to be a holy king, a kingdom of priests and kings representing God on earth, but now they're they're becoming just like normal wicked people. You know what I mean?
0: Well, here's the other so, thing. Even if they had taken daughters from the Canaanites, doesn't mean that they all would have turned out bad. They could have accepted God's covenant by marrying into Israel. Because Book of Ruth is about that. She was the, yeah. she was a foreign woman worshiping other gods or people, but she came into the kingdom through Naomi. So even if they had married Canaanite women, it didn't mean it was the end for that tribe or families. As long as the women came in and you know accepted Israel's covenants,
1: did you did you finish that paragraph?
0: Um. Um,
1: Where
0: you at? Okay, so Shisham said to her father and her brothers, "Let me find favor in your eyes. For whatever you say, I, I to me I will give. You can make a dowry and gift. I must bring high, and I will give according to what you say to me. Just give me the girl to marry."
1: All right, all right. Let's let's go let's go to Deuteronomy chapter seven real quick. And now this is jumping ahead a bit. But um, it gives; it's the same principle, I think, applies. Deuteronomy seven, starting at verse one. All right, <clears throat> verse one. Uh, I'll read this here. Oh, well, that heading; these headings were were added later on. You know, they, I don't think they're original. Um, so, when the Lord your God brings you into the land which you are entering to possess and has driven out many nations before you. So the Lord God drives out these other nations, the Hittites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites. Now, I think we're talking about the Hivites right now. Yeah. Shechem and these guys were Hivites. Yeah. And the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than you. And when the Lord, Yahweh, Elohim, when the Lord your God, delivers them before you and you strike them down then you must utterly destroy them
2: Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you shall make
1: it. no covenant with them ah you shall make no covenant with them the guy just offered them yeah. you know a pretty a pretty nice covenant right yeah. uh, nor show them no shore no nor show mercy to them what is more you shall not intermarry with them uh-huh you shall not give your daughter you shall not give your daughters to their sons or take their daughters for your sons now one of them took is uh Jacob's daughter right yeah so uh so for they will turn your sons away from following me god which is for god, god. to serve other gods see that's why that's why right there
0: they were that's never going to
1: be part that. that's yeah. a big part of why they had all these uh all that stuff in the mosaic covenant was to kind of keep them separate from these people. Yeah. Then the anger of the Lord will be inflamed against you, Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: he will quickly destroy you. God will destroy the Israelites.
0: Wow. That's pretty. They must have been super bad. But
1: he uses the Assyrians and the Babylonians and whatever, and Fauci, you know.
0: So why doesn't this apply today? Why does it only? No,
1: this totally applies. Well, oh, oh, this this does not apply today because uh, because now the Canaanites are offered uh, are invited into the covenant through Jesus. Oh,
0: I see. Yeah,
1: we're like the Canaanites. We're we're not. You know, we're not uh, uh, genetic Israelites. Yeah,
0: spiritually, everybody's invited. Like it's what I was saying We're the Goyim. Yeah.
1: The nations, the non-Israelites, or the goyim, or the, ethne, ethne, the ethnic people. Yeah. Um, but Okay, verse 5. But this is how you shall deal with them. You shall destroy their altars, and break down their images, and cut down their asherim, which is probably an early version of a uh, Christmas tree, I believe, and burn their graven images with fire. For you are a holy people to the Lord your God. See now, now all. See, his plan has always been to save all of humanity. Yeah. But he started with this one group of people to be like the prototype. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so now everyone's included in this. Uh, so now this this is what he's saying to all people now. But here he's saying this to the Israelites. Yeah, because the Canaanites were, had other gods that, which were the fallen angels that we talked about before right. that we saw in Deuteronomy thirty-two. Let me finish the paragraph here. For you are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be His special people. Yeah, for now, like for now, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, treasured above all peoples who are on the face of the earth. Well, there you go.
0: And then the next one here. Yeah.
1: Too. Uh. Well. Oh. Okay. Let's let's not. Well, we don't want to read the whole thing. Um, the
0: first sentence.
1: All right. The Lord did not set his love on you, nor choose you because you were more in number than any of the peoples for you were the fewest of all the peoples. But it is because the Lord loved you and because he kept the oath, which he swore to your fathers. Yeah. Okay. See, God made an oath. So he has to keep his oath. And later on, um, I don't know if it's, it's I don't know where that is. um It says, uh, I am doing all this, not because you guys are so great. (laughs) You guys are a bunch of, you know, you guys are uh, disobedient. Yeah. But I I swore an oath. I'm doing it to protect my name, you know.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Somewhere else, he says later on, um, you know, I'm not bringing you into the land because you deserve it. I'm doing it (laughs) because I promised I would do it.
0: Yeah.
1: So know, he, he has to show even, the world that he is well the his character. He's demonstrating his own character.
0: Yeah, even if everybody else is in breach, he's gonna fulfill yeah. the
1: promise. God will do what he said to do. It's not because these people are so great.
0: Yeah.
1: Um so, so anyway.
0: No, that uh, was a good connection there. Um
1: Yeah, so that's so that's that kind of helps us understand. What's going well, on here? Thing,
0: though, why didn't he reject that right away? Or oh, I guess we'll find the answer if he did or not. Like, yeah, that was a specific a, command to them never to marry.
1: They were already told that command by this yeah. point, man, quite a few. But Esau didn't listen to it, right?
0: Yeah, which he was already cut off from the promises. Mm. Um, but not Jacob yet. So I guess we'll find out what happened. Mm. Oh. Uh, 13. I think you were reading. Oh no, was I reading? Yeah, I was reading. The sons of Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) The sons of Jacob answered Shashem and Hamar, his father, deceitfully, because he had defiled thine other sister. They said to them, We cannot do this. To give our sister to one who is uncircumcised would be a disgrace to us. But we will consent to you in this if you will become as we are, that is everyone of your males, be circumcised, then we will give our daughters to you and we will take your daughters to us and we will dwell with you and we will become one people. But if you not will not listen to us and be circumcised, then we will take our daughter and we will leave. So I guess this is carrying on the theme that they had to assimilate to their um, Israel, Israelites or they couldn't do it. Right, so that that's well. What- they,
1: this is not a real offer, though. Actually, this is a trick.
0: Oh, right, because of what happens later.
1: Yeah, yeah, they don't really want. They don't really want to assimilate with these people.
0: Well, let's just say they did. Would that be a bad thing? What he just said there.
1: No, no, people, uh, foreigners could become uh, they. They could become Israelites if they got circumcised. They could enter into that covenant as resident aliens. Which they okay. called them or so then, resident foreigners. If they followed all the ways of the Israelites, they could they could do that. Some people did do that.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of a redemption plan for foreigners uh, if they were to abide by all their covenants. So that's okay. So it's just the fact that somehow they weren't going to do that, and maybe
1: well, their their heart was not in it for one thing. They they yeah. they were not. They would not have become Israelites. Uh, you know, spiritually. They could have all got circumcised, but that doesn't mean they love God, right?
0: Well, here's the other guys don't
1: even know God at all.
0: Yeah. So let's say that they agreed to that, but according to the verse that they did, they did agree. It's not possible, huh? No, no. no. If 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 they were truly genuine about this, no,
1: they could have done it. They could have done it. God didn't want them to do that, but they still they they still did that stuff anyway. They did do that anyway.
0: But look how harsh this was. Um, they didn't
1: care. They, they didn't obey God. The Israelites did not obey God. Well, sometimes yeah, they did. But
0: it says, you shall make no covenant with them and show them no mercy.
1: So, well, that's, that's what they end up doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I don't think. They showed no ever.
1: mercy to these people. <laughs> right. You but know, I'm saying they,
0: they could not have. Uh,
1: no, they could. They could break the covenant. They did break the covenant. The Israelites did not obey God.
0: No, i not I don't mean that. All the time. I, I mean the other side of Canaanites who wanted to join the Israelites. I don't think it's ever even possible, according to what God is saying here, that No, we- it was
1: look at uh, what's that the Rahab the prostitute? Oh. He was a Canaanite.
0: Okay. So it's only No no
1: some people some people did, some individuals did uh join up with the Israelites. Okay. And that was allowed, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Leviticus talks all about that. Yeah, they're they're totally uh, welcome to do that. Actually,
0: okay, good. Then maybe only the ones that didn't want to do that. No mercy on them. Okay, and so- that's
1: what Paul talks about: is do, you know, do do Christian do new Christian converts need to get circumcised to enter in to God's covenant now? Just like they used to do that in the old days, and then he says, no, you don't need to get circumcised now. Well, that's because back it's not then, spiritual. Yeah, yeah, back then it was uh, circumcision and all that stuff. You had to do that stuff to enter into yeah. the covenant.
0: Because to be God told them they had to do that, you know. like yeah. yeah. That was their covenant terms. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so their words, please Hamor and Shashem, Hamor's son. The young man did not delay to do the thing because he wanted Jacob's daughter. Now he had he has more respect than all the household of his father. So Hamor and Hashem, his son, came to the gate of their city. They spoke with the man of their city, saying, These men are at peace with us. These men are at peace with us. Therefore, let them dwell in the land and trade in it, for the land large enough for them. Let us take their daughters as our wives, and let us give them our daughters. Only on this condition will the man consent to dwell with us, and be one people if every male among us will be circumcised as they are circumcised will not their livestock and their possessions and every animal of theirs be ours only let us agree with them and they will dwell with us so they're kind of doing it genuinely no
1: yeah yeah they are yeah yeah they think it's a good deal they they're they want it they want peace and, uh, you know, maybe in, in their, in their mind, what the, the Shechem guy did was probably not so bad. They probably, that's probably no, somewhat normal for them, you know, because they're Canaanites. They, they don't know God, the the higher, higher ethical standards of, of God's people. They don't know about that.
0: But once they're agreeing to these covenant terms, doesn't that kind of imply they're like baby Christians in a way?
1: No, like no, 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 no. They're just, they're just, they're just getting circumcised physically. That's all they're doing.
2: Uh, they're yeah.
1: not converting. They, they don't talk about God at all. They don't know God. They're, it's just an economic, it's just an economic uh, treaty. Action. You know? Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a political treaty uh, for peace. Yeah.
0: Peace treaty. <laughs> all yeah. who went out to the gate of his city, listened to Hamor and Shashem, his son and every male was circumcised. All who went out of the gate of his city. Yeah, this is,
1: but this is not a religious conversion. This is a political, political treaty. Or yeah,
0: or transactional in a way, right? Yeah. yeah. On the third day, when they were in pain, two of Jacob's sons, Simeon and Levi, Dino's brothers, took their sword and went to unsuspecting city and killed all the males. They killed Hamor, Sashem, his sons, and the edge of the sword and took Dina out of the house of Shashem and departed the sons of Jacob came upon the slain and looted the city because they had defiled their sister they took their flocks their herds their donkeys whatever that was in the city and in the fields they took captive and looted all their wealth and all their little ones and their wives even all that was in the house <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they kind yeah. of following what God told them to do anyway? But later, well,
1: God hadn't told. Yeah, they hadn't. God hadn't told them. To- God didn't tell them to do this. No. in this case, and it's not really. You know, basically, they used circumcision was kind of a holy thing, and they kind of used it for trickery. I mean, so in, in one yeah, sense, it was so clever. Good. From yeah, from a military point of view, it's a kind of a clever strategy. It worked. You know, all the males are in pain, so they can't yeah. fight. And then they took advantage of that to kill them all. But they, yeah. you know, it, it's a bit, um, harsh. you know, they're, they're, it's a bit harsh. And they're kind of using a holy, sacred uh, okay. ritual. They're using it to, you know, they're not really demonstrating, uh, you know, they're, they're not really demonstrating godliness by, they're kind of defiling the, the right of circumcision to a certain degree. I think they're
0: also defiling God by doing this because they took what was sacred, God told them for a purpose, and they used that to take everything and kill them all.
1: Yeah, later on in the holy wars, you know, they end up doing similar things, but they do it in a different way, and God kind of tells them what to do. They're obeying God and God's righteous judgment. Those, Those Canaanites were evil people all right there were oh, bad I mean, people were- just think of a, like a nation full of guys like uh bill gates or something
0: oh gosh you know like <laughs> everyone
1: everyone likes to criticize it it's like oh that god was so mean in the old testament and killed mm-hmm. all those people i can't believe in that god that's terrible you know it's <laughs> just like well these people were evil yeah. but yeah these same people who judge god for killing these canaanites they, there's a lot of people they'd like to kill today you know what i mean
0: oh well, yeah it's like uh <laughs> I can like, the they list. think
1: the Canaanites were like innocent victims or something. It's like no these were evil, wicked people and they a lot of them were barely even human probably. you know what I mean? They had uh, different bloodlines and stuff. They were Rephaim. a lot of them they're giants. they were yeah. giants in these lands, all right and the Bible says the Bible says it. You don't have to look even at any other book.
0: Were so evil um, did this warrant what they did here?
1: Well, this was vengeance. This was like, uh, you know, this was vengeance. I don't know if this was righteous or not. I mean, let's just finish the whole chapter and see if there's any. uh, Yeah.
0: Then Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, you have brought trouble to me by making me revolting among the inhabitants of the land, among the Canaanites and the Perizzites. Are being few in number, they will gather themselves together against me and slay me, and I will be destroyed, both I and my household. But they said, "Should he treat our sister like a prostitute?"
1: <laughs> um, well, that's interesting. So it's it seems like it was just these two brothers who decided to do that. Maybe, yeah. I mean, all of them. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like Jacob didn't really know that was going to happen, huh?
0: I don't. Yeah, probably not. But it is always him that's coming up with all these schemes, anyway. So maybe I guess we'll find now out in the chapter because well,
1: see now he's worried. Yeah, he's worried now that there's gonna be vengeance against him. But right. see, see, I think what this is have this sounds like kind of uh Oh he doesn't like,
0: because right yeah, here yeah
1: like, you brought you trouble
0: have brought trouble on me by making revolting among the inhabitants of the land. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 And and also uh yeah. Um so now, so now the Israelites kind of look like the bad guys now.
0: Well, they are the bad guys, I think. Right? Even now. though,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah. What the first guy did was not right. There was probably a different way to handle the situation to get justice than what they did using circumcision as a means of deception. Was not maybe the best way to go about it. It's. I understand the. You know, I understand it. The, yeah. the vengeance. You know that feeling of wanting. Vengeance, that's a natural feeling or a natural yes, uh, they impulse. Killed,
0: they killed everyone in that household, took all their stuff, yeah. Wives, yeah, ammo. it was it
1: was shock and awe.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and they did it while somebody, the enemy was down in pain. So I think it was, uh, it wasn't the same level of force or vengeance, it was way above and beyond. But I, I think yeah, they that yeah. said somewhere whether that was okay or not. You don't
1: think? Yeah. them Somewhere else? Yeah. Um, no, no. They just kind of go, go on. I think. I, well, we'll we'll see. Are we doing this chapter today as well? Oh
0: yeah, we got to get the thirty-seven.
1: Oh really? Okay. Well, we. But this is. I mean, what this story of Dinah? It's so interesting, right? It's a, it's a very important story, and yeah, I, th- I think. Um, I mean, so what do you think? Like in conclusion, what's your? Uh, What's your take on that?
0: Uh, I think it was, After 34. I mean, it was it was a story about rape but I think ultimately it became a much bigger story of how they dealt with their neighbor. I don't think God would have condoned that, but I I think it's setting up mm-hmm. what is going to be happening later, I think. Because this is not that story isn't just going to end with them walking away from all of that, right? It has to Yeah. Be Repercussion.
1: And I think for me, the main thing is later on, you know, there, we do have these holy war kind of things, uh, the harem, they call it, the, the total destruction and annihilation of the Canaanites.
2: Yeah, it's
1: it's kind of like genocide, I guess you could say, but but it's fr- it's coming from God. And you so they, they
0: Levi and Simeon's revenge was coming from God.
1: No, no, it was not. It was not. This was definitely not from God. This right. was uh, revenge. Of the flesh you know what i mean like uh, a vendetta it was not coming from god but they used the uh, ritual of circumcision which came from god yeah they used that in a deceptive way so it was it was definitely not from god so uh even though they were victorious i guess you could say um they there may be a uh, God, you know, I don't know if we're told later on. I'm not you know how right. how does God feel about it? That's really the question is i don't I'm not sure so sure God was uh, pleased with this situation. I don't know.
0: I, I mean, do know, like later on in different chapters, when a woman is raped, God allowed the rapist to marry the woman. I know that doesn't sound good. I think it is somewhere. Yeah, in that's but, true.
1: That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah.
0: if he although, had, it was a way to provide for the woman because she was already defiled.
1: I kind of wonder too if, like, what's the difference? Um, I know these days it's a little more clear, although even today there's a bit confusion and there's a bit of an issue about this topic. But back then, especially, you know rape and sex before marriage were they there may have been s- similar things you know either way it was um they were much yeah, more serious about that to,
0: well women's um virginity was almost property it, it was property for the father in his household yeah they couldn't yeah. just sleep with them and walk away you know they had to be yeah
2: yeah yeah
0: marrying them or pay them money i think there's another story somewhere they had to provide money for what they did to the daughter
1: would that also be called rape though like say it wasn't it wasn't a force yeah. of it, they weren't forcing themselves on the girl but maybe they seduced the girl
0: i think it was always considered as rape even if the girl sort of consented to it a little bit but yeah. all the daughters would have been trained never to do this until you Yeah
1: know. and so, that's the thing like with the dinosaur, story it's not clear to me if it was a uh, like this horrible violent rape kind of thing or was it a little bit more of a seduction or you a, uh,
0: so somewhere. let's just say Is, she was uh, flirting with him let's just say she saw him while she's out with the girls and he, and you know he caught her eye but i think the moment that he decided Oh, I really want her, and he took her. Then that's rape. I mean, I don't think she could have seduced him into sleeping with her.
1: Well, it was his idea. No, like let's just, let's just say he wanted to sleep with her. Yeah, but he kind of seduced her into going along with it.
0: Oh, you mean like she went along with it? You mean
1: she went al- It was his idea. Yeah, but he he kind of uh, softened her up a little bit. You know, he he bought her some. Oh, <laughs> he, he took wine and dined her.
0: <laughs> yeah, <that's> kinda... <laughs> he
1: bought her a nice meal. You know what I mean. But it, it, he moved, he moved a little too. Far. I'm just saying it's not so clear. And I'm not defending what he did at all or anything like that. But I think in the ancient world, it was you know rape and uh, having sex with somebody too soon like that was probably kind of in the same category of yeah. defilement.
0: I don't know if it was violent. I think she it's might have just said yeah whatever like went along with because it
1: because cuz it says he loved her and wanted to marry her that's where that's where it's like it probably he didn't probably he didn't beat her up and stuff you know what i mean no. it's uh, he was he yeah. was being greedy and lustful and uh selfish
0: he had no and, patience uh, this is exactly the opposite of- yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah and then the vengeance you know i mean they had to get justice somehow from the situation i understand that There may have been a better way to go about it, getting the justice, you know what I mean? All
0: he had to do was just ask his father, like not touch her, and say, I want to marry this woman and go get a deal, you know, with their father. But she was
1: defiled. They defiled the one daughter of Jacob. So what do you do, though? She's defiled now. She's no longer a virgin. And it was this Canaanite guy. If it you wasn't know, the
0: vengeance she, part, um, normally they would have agreed to have the rapist marry the daughter. That's so they're going happening. to
1: marry off the daughter to this Canaanite guy. That,
0: not because they're Canaanite, but in later stories, if any man defiled a woman, uh, he had to marry her.
1: So and that, was, that was for Israelites. That yeah. was that was be, that was commandments given to Israelites. If an Israelite rapes a woman, this is what needs to happen.
0: Right, so even, I mean, so they already knew about that. They could allow the marriage to happen if it wasn't for the vengeance part.
1: Well, I would would assume if the sons could not marry a Canaanite woman, the daughters could not marry a Canaanite man either, right? No, they weren't allowed
0: to, right. But I'm saying once the deed happened...
1: But the deed happens, but they still could not allow this marriage to happen, though.
0: I don't know about that. No, no, no,
1: because they're Canaanites. They're they're not supposed to marry Canaanites.
0: No, but if they agreed, like we were just saying, that if they agreed to come in the covenant, then they're allowed to marry each other. But they
1: were never going to do that. Yeah, I I think the whole circumcision plan was a total uh, trick from the beginning.
0: Oh, yeah. I with think the like brothers, the, the brothers decided
1: that the brothers, without Jacob's knowledge, the brothers decided that the twelve, you know, the patriarchs of the twelve tribes. But now look that's pretty at
0: Medina, though she never she's unmarriageable now. I don't know if they ever mentioned that. What happened? Yeah, to her? I
1: don't know what happened to her. Uh, we'll have to see. I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, the the final verse of that chapter uh, thirty four is pretty intense. But they said so. Jacob's like, you guys went a little too far now we're in trouble now but they said should should he treat our sister like a prostitute
2: <laughs> ah, um,
1: wow yeah so that's there that's why they did it you know i right. mean it was I, I totally get it though i get it i get it
0: <laughs> yeah as a vengeance story yeah i get it vengeance, but protecting vengeance daughter yeah. but in the grand scheme of things she doesn't have a husband Or anything, like if he was willing to marry her, I don't know if it would have turned out any better if she had married him. I mean, that's kind of horrible for a woman to marry the rapist that way, right? And these
1: are the same, same, uh, these are the sons of Jacob. So these are the patriarchs of the 12 tribes. These are the uh, same brothers that are in the Joseph story, right?
0: Yeah. So these
1: guys are kind of intense dudes. These guys are...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did Moses come out of one of them?
1: tribes this, levite? levi levi yeah yeah wasn't it moses, just he's a levite moses is a levite and levi was one of the guys the pre the line of priests came from levi so this is really the first thing we hear about the sons as, as to what they do when they're adults you know the, the first thing they did was have these people get circumcised you know they got circumcised they're in pain and then they just wiped them all out <laughs> that's the first thing we hear about these uh 12 or 11 patriots. Yeah, so
0: violence upon violence. 3 of their total siblings, two sons and one daughter that entered into this violent scene.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Intense story.
0: <laughs> Very.
1: All right.
0: Uh you want to read 35?
1: All right. And they probably don't talk about that chapter too much in church, I would imagine. Not too many sermons based on that. Maybe but there's some. What, I don't know. What
0: would the pastor say? I have yet to hear whether that was well, a if, if, good vengeance,
1: question. maybe the topic of vengeance, you know?
0: Yes, but God also said vengeance is mine, don't take vengeance, right? Well, yeah.
1: I mean, I I think I think they did uh, you know, I think it's an it's an example of what not to do, probably, you know. And that would be the sermon. The sermon would be like, Don't take vengeance into your own hand. You know, let God tell you what to do, something like that. Vengeance, yeah, that would be the point. Vengeance is mine," said the Lord. But these guys took vengeance in the, into their own hands.
0: Yep, and I um, don't know if they ended up destroying their sister's future or not. I think I or the
1: whole. Well, the, the 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 you know the Canaanites would then take revenge on these people, not just on individuals. The whole their whole nation is at risk now. Like Jacob. Well, said. now
0: they're at war. They declared war.
1: They were at war. Yeah, that, they, they basically did a uh, an attack.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, that was an act um, so, of war. Well, we'll see what happens, yeah. Well, we know what happens to these people. They get enslaved in Egypt eventually, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get enslaved in Egypt. So, so like the Deuteronomy thing, that was after the Exodus. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but this is before that. So, uh, But the same dynamics, you know, happen. the same dynamics are happening. All right, so chapter 35. Then God said to Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel, dwell there, and there make an altar to God, who appeared to you when you fled from the face of Esau, your brother. So now they it sounds like they have to flee again.
0: They <laughs> yeah. just made
1: new enemies. They got to flee again because they just made a bunch of enemies, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is
0: okay, because they're used to doing that.
1: So Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, put away the foreign gods. that Why are there foreign gods among them? They put away the foreign gods that are among you. Now let me just check Teraphim. Put away the foreign gods oh, that are God among you. Gods. What a strange uh, thing to say. Purify yourselves and change your clothes. Let so us... Are-
0: <laughs> they assimilated with the Hittites <laughs> and Fikinans. That's Canaanites. The way
1: the foreign gods are among you? Why did they have foreign gods among them?
0: I think because it was already clear from Dinah's story that they were friendly with their neighbors. They were able to go hang out with their daughters. They were contemplating covenants to marry among themselves. I think the transfer already happened. The assimilation of taking foreign culture into their own culture. Which happens in America all the time. That's a natural consequences of just living among them and never separating themselves out to begin with, don't you think?
1: Mm. Well, I guess he's talking to uh, the household and all who were with him. Yeah, because there there was these people came from that uh, Laban's place, right? yeah. And so, yeah, not all of these people were following God. I guess. Let us arise and go up to Bethel, and there I will make an altar to God who answered me in the day of my distress that has been with me wherever I have gone. So they gave Jacob all the foreign gods. These would be idols, I guess the statues and stuff, yeah. which were in their possession. Yeah. These, these were the idols and all their earrings, which were in their ears. And Jacob hid them under the Oak, which is near Shechem. As they traveled, the terror of God was on the cities that were around them. They didn't, <laughs> <laughs> they did not pursue the sons of Jacob. No, I just thought verse 4 is kind of the opposite of the uh the golden calf incident. You know, they're they're giving Jacob the idols and the earrings. They made the uh, they made the golden calf from the gold earrings and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, that's spot on with the opposite of what happened later. But what's wrong with the earrings? Like why is Well, there's it nothing Well, they
1: were um
0: they were like made the image of the Canaanites and the Hittites, unless they had like some sort of emblems on them or something. No,
1: but- it's just like tattoos back then were, were uh, religious. The, uh, for the for the pagan gods, it was it was a it was not a, yeah. This would have been a religious uh, marking your affiliation with a certain religion oh. or something. You know,
0: so it's not
1: like earrings of just wearing earrings, is it? It's not just uh, jewelry for fashion. This would this was a so soci- it just like the idols were not just a statue oh. for decoration. These were religious idols for the for false gods, and these earrings would have also been uh, associated yeah, with the false gods
0: whatever they worshiped
1: yeah exactly yeah. yeah so there whatever it was um, represented uh, the false gods and then the terror of god that's pretty interesting uh terror of from god fell on the cities it, sound, it just sounds like a, a fear of God or something, like not an actual event, you know what I mean? Like they just, they just like, okay, let's not, we're not going to attack these Israelites. Let them pass through the land, right?
0: I actually think there must have been a spirit of that on was on the city. It says, as they traveled, the terror of God was on the cities that were around them. So I think God was intervening here. It wasn't just that they feared God because they didn't know God anyway. Well,
1: yeah, yeah. No, God's definitely intervening. Yeah. But the intervention took the form of just uh, like a mental thing. So yeah. they, you Right. Know, um, yeah. All right. So where are we at now? Six. So Jacob came to Luz, that is Bethel, which is in the land of Canaan, he and all the people who were with him. There he built an altar and called the place El Bethel. Because God had appeared to him there when he fled from his brother. Now, Deborah, Rebecca's nurse, died and was buried beneath Bethel under the oak. So it was called Alon Bakuth, which means uh, something. <laughs> which I'd have to, uh, it, it, okay, hold on. It means oak of weeping, oak oh, of okay. weeping, the weeping oak, the weeping oh. tree. Okay, so they're sad because Deborah died. No. Um, God appeared to Jacob again when he came out of Padan Aram and blessed him. So God appeared to Jacob again. God said to him, Your name is Jacob. Your name should not be called Jacob anymore, but Israel should be your name. So he called his name Israel. But didn't that already happen? Didn't he yeah, already didn't he did. rename him?
0: Yeah, when he wrestled with him, no?
1: Yeah. So Maybe, maybe uh, Jacob it. forgot. <laughs> i don't know what's going on here it's it's another one of these repetitions right yeah he just said uh, they repeat everything god said to him i am god almighty be fruitful and multiply Ah, that sounds familiar back again Um, a nation and a company of nations will come from you and kings shall come forth from you which would be like david was really the first uh, righteous king and the land that I gave Abraham and Isaac, I will give to you and to your descendants after you, I will give the land. Then God went up from him in the place where he had spoken with him. Now, I think that's, is that the first place he's really told all of this to Jacob? Or did he tell this to him before? It, that
0: he's going to give him descendants?
1: Well, the whole thing. Like, it's basically the same thing yeah, he told he Adam. Did
0: tell him when he was the stairway to heaven dream.
1: It seems like he's got to tell the people a few times about the, because there's Adam, Noah, Abraham, they all got the same speech. I think this actually the third
0: or fourth time he told them because (laughs) he was also, remember he was, when he was fighting with guys, like you told me I'm going to have all these descendants. And now I'm before Esau. He was afraid of Esau, but yet he remembered the covenant. So I think this is, repetition over and over again to tell
1: him. All right, so Jacob said uh, it, it sounds like a more of a formal covenant or a, or a um, yeah, it's like a covenant with Jacob is being established or something or or a mm-hmm. a, 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 repet- a repetition of the original covenant with uh, Abraham, even with Adam, you could say. Uh, well, Jacob said I
0: think he came down to him directly where all the other ones were either angels or dream or him doing other things, but this is the first time God has introduced himself. I am God Almighty. And then at the end, he goes, God went up from him in the place where he had spoken with him. So he had direct contact with God
1: right there. Let me see. Let me just check something (laughs) here. Uh, I am God Almighty, which is uh, El Shaddai, actually, in uh, Hebrew, El Shaddai. So uh, there's quite a few different names used for God in Genesis. They, they, I think they kind of uh, reveal different aspects of his character or something. So, okay. So, because God kind of reveals himself to the people gradually, you know, yeah. in different ways. Uh, so uh, verse 14, Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he had spoken with him, a pillar of stone, and he poured out a drink offering on it, and he poured oil on it too. So Jacob called the name of the place where God had spoken with him, Bethel.
0: He did this before in Bethel. Or El
1: Bethel. Yeah. It's a bit. Uh, he poured
0: oil on it's, the It's, it's first the
1: same place. It's the stairway to heaven place, you know? Yeah.
0: Another pillar that he set up. He yeah. poured oil on the last one, too. So he knows. He must have had several encounters by now. So um. I guess his wife dies now and his father.
1: Deaths of Rachel and Isaac. So they they journeyed from Bethel. And when they were still some distance from Ephrath, Raquel went into labor. Labor? (laughs) She's having babies again now. I thought they were done having babies.
0: No. um, They had 11 (laughs) sons.
1: And
0: is the last one.
1: And she had a difficult labor. When she was in hard labor, the midwife said to her, do not fear, you will have this son also. As her soul was departing, for she died, Aww. she called his name ben Oni, but his father called him Benjamin. Ah, she died in childbirth.
0: Yes. Wow.
1: True. Having Benjamin. And
0: Benjamin wow. had a mother, her, uh, his mother. So,
1: after that. so Benjamin was quite a bit younger
0: all Maybe.
1: I don't know how much time has passed really.
0: Um, uh, he younger. is a lot younger because Levi and Simeon are adults. Dina is an adult and Joseph Teenager.
1: Was, they're probably teenagers.
0: Yeah. Joseph yeah. was the first son from Rachel. And I think she had uh Joseph. No, yeah, I think they're all younger. So like after Dina, uh Joseph and Benjamin probably came. So Joseph is still probably really young, too.
1: Rachel, okay. Raquel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, which is Bethlehem. Jacob set a pillar on her grave. It is the pillar of Ra- Raquel's grave to this day. So again, like, what is this day? Who's writing this? is writing this, it's a long time after the events actually took place.
0: Or maybe it's still there. You see a
1: lot of this this in the Bible. Bible. They talk about like this day. We still have these things. That you see that a lot.
0: It says in Bethlehem. Bethlehem still exists today, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: So then, yeah,
1: no. These a lot of these towns and and cities still exist. Um, But you know, are you are you going to be able to find this pillar or not? You know, that's a different question. Uh, Maybe as far you know.
0: But they didn't like uh, dig up the whole thing, modernize it.
1: And how would how would you know? Like this this. This rock is the the hey. rock. You know, there there weren't, there weren't. yeah, I mean, it was, it uh, well, would be hard to distinguish.
2: It's just a stone.
1: Yeah, a little altar, a little stone altar. Pretty simple things, actually. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so uh, 21, Israel journeyed and pitched his tent beyond. See, now they call him Israel. Yeah. He's kind of been called, well, sometimes they call him Jacob. Sometimes they call him Israel now. Israel well, they journeyed in,
0: over because they went. Jacob set the pillar on her grave. Yeah, yeah. Israel. <laughs>
1: Israel, Israel journeyed and pitched his tent be beyond the tower of Edur. When Israel lived in that land, Reuben went and lay with Bilhah, his oh. father's concubine. Oh no!
2: You can't Wait do a minute! minute. That's Whoa!
0: Disgusting.
1: And wow. Israel heard about it. Now, did Bilhah did Bilhah have children?
0: Yeah, she gave him. I don't know which two sons she gave him, but. Villa was was that Rachel's or Leah's
1: so so Reuben slept with the mother of some of his brothers yeah, nice
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> In fact, I was just reading that thing And uh, I think it's 1 Corinthians where Paul is you know someone in the church slept with his step his stepmother the the same thing the, yeah. the someone slept with uh, his his father's wife who was not his mother. Yeah. So the same thing here. He slept with his father's uh, concubine. Yeah,
0: that's a bad news. And that.
1: Israel heard about it. Now the sons of Jacob were 12. The sons of Oh, here it tells us right here. The sons of Leah were Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, and Simeon and Levi and Judah and Isaacar and Zebulun. Okay, so Reuben was the first was the eldest son.
2: Yeah. But we don't
1: hear too much about him, right?
0: Nope.
1: He's, he's not all that uh, well-known. He's not a major player in the story.
0: Well, look, at, they're already committing all kinds of sins. So you got Reuben doing something wrong, and, and Levi doing something wrong. Yeah. Joseph was the only one that was, and maybe Benjamin didn't do anything, but Joseph yeah. was a righteous one among all of them.
1: Okay, so and then the sons of Raquel were Joseph and Benjamin, and the sons of Bilhah, so there's the one that Reuben just slept with, yeah, Rachel's maid servant, Rachel's handmaid, were Dan and Naphtali. So Dan is like, dude, Reuben, you just slept with my mother, <laughs> and Naphtali, yeah. and their well, that, brothers.
0: And the other thing is, all these women, wives, they would have been like mother to all of them. So it's like their second mother, third mother, kind of thing. So it's either you would have had to call them auntie or mom. Um, but just like a stepmom, right? So he's now would that.
1: Would that be a rape? Is that a did he rape her or she went along with it? Apparently, right? I mean, that's the thing. Is this,
0: what is this? Um,
1: he lay I with think, Billa. Why did Billa? Why did Billa allow that to happen?
0: Well, she shouldn't have. So she also <laughs> <had a TV. laughs> right. Yeah, they play the mother figure to all of the sons and daughters. That's what they. The whole it was a family. Even though he had more than one wife, but technically they were all mothers to all of the children. So they really trespassed among themselves. Like a mother, essentially a mother is sleeping with her son.
1: Uh, I'll finish this off here. And then, uh, and the sons of Zilpah, Leah's maidservant, were Gad and Asher. These are the sons of Jacob, which were born to him in Padan Aram. Jacob came back to Isaac, his father, in Mamre of Kiriath. Arba which is Hebron where Abraham and Isaac had sojourned now the days of Isaac were 180 years okay so now finally Jacob comes back to Isaac and uh, Isaac 180 years and Isaac breathed his last and died and was gathered to his people being old and full of days and his sons Esau and Jacob buried him Wow, we haven't seen Isaac for a long time and he just kinda of dies, but then it sounds like and then Esau and Jacob seems to have they seem to be getting along well and they buried him. Yeah,
0: they all became happy family.
1: I think wow. it's
0: only the Dina incident that kind of broke the chain a little no,
1: bit. Now where's now it says Israel heard about Reuben sleeping with Bilha, but it doesn't say what he did about it.
0: Not in this chapter. But I'm sure something happened.
1: Well, we'll see. I don't know if we're told what happens there or not.
0: Well, what he did, I mean, I don't think God can... I mean, he is one of the tribes, but is he going to get blessed? Because that's also... Oh, you know what? A lot of these violations that are going on before the next book in Exodus and Deuteronomy, it seems like a lot of the laws that came about is because of what these Hmm. guys were doing. Like with your mother's or your (laughs) Your father's wife, that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. If they have law to not do it, it means someone was doing it. Yeah. Whether it's the Canaanites or themselves, or you know, just human beings doing the human nature, you know, doing 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 evil, right? The wickedness the you know, I, I mean I think people the human nature is basically to be addicted to sin. That's like what I've realized in the re- recently, like it just kind of came to me. And then I told my friend about it. I'm like, dude, I had this revelation and he's like, yeah, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. Why do you think we need Jesus? You know, like everyone else knows this, but I just, it just was an epiph- epiphany for me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we have the simple evil nature that God yeah. has to save us from ourselves among because look at what Adam and Eve like—they all had a choice, but they never took the right choice. They always took the wrong choice. Yeah, I, I, I think that's exactly it. Like we need Jesus just to save from ourselves. Uh, and, so uh, this will be the last chapter for today.
1: And Reuben, Reuben was the oldest uh, son, and he slept with his father's wife. You know, sometimes when the eldest or when a son sleeps with his father's wife, that's a power play to say hey i'm in charge now i'm the man of the house now yes that's part of maybe that's part of he was maybe doing a little bit of a coup d'etat kind of thing and saying hey i'm going to take over you know or it, he it was sounds like
0: a schmuck living in a village of so many women and he thought ah but he picked well, one he, 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 he one. could
1: have chosen a different woman you know what i mean yeah. it because we see that again and uh, around the time of david there were people doing that and um, you know, and 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 Jacob was a bit weak now physically because he, yeah. he his his hip, he probably was kind of a becoming a weak old man a little bit, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Um,
1: and then and then the eldest son is be is a strong young man, you know. He's trying to prove his manhood by sleeping with. What he his did was
0: still so gross. It was <laughs> gross. I mean. After all this, we've now got to finally the 12 tribes of Israelites that God is going to become their God and them their people. And the first thing that happens, or first few things, is already vengeance, rape, and incest. Well, it's not technically incest. They're a bunch
1: of misfits. It's like, yeah. yeah, God chose some really interesting people to establish his kingdom on earth, you know.
0: But I don't know if God even knew they were going to do that. Do you think he knew that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, he he understood the, I mean, he said like in Genesis uh, six and all these places. And even after the flood, the wickedness is in the human heart from birth. Yeah. That's a human nature. And Paul talks about that when he says the word flesh, which is uh, Mm -hmm. Sark's and the flesh it's not just talking about our skin, you know, or our physical body, it's the human, it's fallen, corrupt human nature. It's but that addiction to sin. Really,
0: so the only hope for humanity is Jesus. But then how? Yeah, that's to, it.
1: That's the it's the only hope we have. That's it. <laughs> that's the solution.
0: <laughs> well, they declared righteous. The whole thing and just say, huh?
1: That's the we cannot be declared righteous. How look at these people in this story here. How can these people be declared righteous before God?
0: They can't. Yeah, I think that's, that's the a, point. That maybe he's showing all these stories of how they keep sinning over and over and over. Yeah, and, and in people, all kinds of, of ways.
1: And there's people out there who think the Bible is a work of fiction. It was like, well, why yeah. would they present their patriarchs as being such uh, idiots?
0: Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, it, that's a good point because I think that's why i started to believe in the beginning because i started to recognize the evil in all these people that were like you could visualize it anywhere even in us you know and it kind of yeah. took me back to it confirmed to me that everything that was said in the bible was true because of all
1: yeah.
0: the stories
1: yeah i mean at some point you got to make that choice you know what i mean um
0: but that's is the Bible contrast. true
1: or not? Is the, is the Bible true or not? At some point, you have to make that decision. And it, it may take a while for people to get there. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? But, but with uh,
0: the sharp contrast between the Bible and other religious texts, they yeah. don't go into great lengths of showing the failure of human beings. They try to elevate yeah. you into yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: a godlike exactly. status.
1: Yeah. yeah. This
0: yeah. is saying you're nothing without Christ.
1: So Esau's descendants, now these are the generations of Esau, who was Edom. Esau took his wives from the daughters of Canaan. Hey, you're not supposed to do that, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Adah, the daughters of Elon the Hittite. Elon, Elon the Hittite. (laughs) And Oholibamah, the daughter of Anna, the daughter of Zibion the Hivite. There's the Hivites again. Basamath is Ishmael's daughter, sister of the bio. All right, so one of them is kind of related to Abraham, at least. Hadab bore to Esau, Eliphaz, and Basimoth bore Ruel. This dude here, this person, oh, bore <laughs> Jewish, Jewet, Jeush, Jamal, oh, yeah. and Korah. Yeah. These are the sons of Esau who were born to him in the land of Canaan. Then Esau took his wives, his sons, his daughters, and all the people of his house, his livestock, all his animals, and all his property that he he had acquired in the land of Canaan, and he moved to a land some distance from his brother Jacob, for their possessions were too great for them to dwell together. And the land where they were foreigners could not sustain them because of their livestock, so Esau settled in the hill country of Seir. Esau is Edom. Again, (laughs) told us that already. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But now we know these are the generations of Esau, the father of the Edomites in the hill country of Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons, which I think they told us this already. Again, Eliphaz, the son of Ara, the wife of Esau, the royal, the son of Basimath, the wife of Esau. Sons of Eliphaz were Teman, Omar, Zepho, Gatam, and Kanaz. Timna was a concubine to Eliphaz, Esau's son, and she bore to Eliphaz oh Amalek, Amalek. Yeah. the Amalekites. <laughs> these guys are okay. evil, man.
0: <laughs> and Edomites. Edomites were also evil.
1: The Amalekites, they will appear a lot. Yeah, in um, fact, yeah. the, Am- weren't the, the Amalekites are giants. Uh, these guys are, are specifically called, talk about that later, but these guys, I believe, were the uh, some of the Rephaim or the giant. There's giants in the Amalekites. These were the sons of Ada, Esau's wife. These are the sons of Ruel, Sahath, Zerah, Shama, and Mizah. These were the sons of Basama Math, Esau's wife. These were the sons of Bama, the, mm-hmm. the daughter of Anah, the daughter of Zebion, Esau's wife. She bore to Esau Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. Korah, Korah. 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 It's, Probably it's a different Korah. But, all right. The chiefs of, oh, this is interesting here. The chiefs of Edom, this is verse 15. The son of Esau. Um, now, I think there's a different way to say this. Uh, let me just, uh, this is chapter 36. These were the chiefs of the sons of Esau. The sons of Eliphaz, the firstborn of Esau were chief Teman, chief Omar, chief Zepho, chief Kanaz, chief Korah, chief Gatam, and chief Amalek. These are the chiefs who came from Eliphaz in the land of Edom. These were the sons of Ada. These were the sons of Ruel, Esau's son. Chief Nahath, Chief Zerah, Chief Shama, Chief Mizah. These are the chiefs who came from Ruel in the land of Edom. These were the sons of Basemoth, Esau's wife. These were the sons of Oholabamah, Esau's wife, Chief Jewish. These are the same people, but now they're just calling them chiefs. These were the chiefs who came from daughters of Am- these were the sons of esau who was edom and these were their chiefs it's like the same people for the most part um
0: what do they mean by chiefs well
1: th- yeah i think i think what's happening here is um these chiefs they later on i think we have the kings of edom it's mm-hmm. that these are edomites and they're kind of considered to be the somewhat uh wicked
0: like rulers
1: people, different tribes. rulers yeah they had some kind of uh See, this is well. This is long before. Uh, see, the Israelites didn't have this kind of system. And these, you know, my my theory. I guess I would need to do some more research on this, but that these are these chiefs of Edom. These bloodlines are still powerful in the world today.
0: If they were like priestly, they could be. But how would you really know? Until you would have to well, find out if the if because yeah. yeah, didn't he say like uh, he was. All he wanted to get rid of all the MLX and the Edomites, so maybe... Well,
1: yeah, I mean, you have to double-check some of these things, because some of them escaped. Uh, yeah, they didn't really, they, there was always some exceptions as to um, did they wipe them all out or not. It kind of seems like they did sometimes, but then there's other uh, passages where it seems like there were some survivors.
0: I think if yeah. any of the evil kingdoms had survivors, they definitely would be around today. There's and such in power.
1: power. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So it's just interesting that the chiefs of Edom and they, you know, they probably were, you know, the secret societies. Yeah. Would probably have some connection to these people. You know, these are people who want to control everything. Yeah. Right? It mm-hmm. sounds like ro- royalty. This is like royal family kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? You know what I mean? And um, maybe so, a lot of the royal families come from this type of, because they, they had this royalty kind of thing. This is a long time ago, bef- you know, before the Israelites ever had a king, like yeah. 500 years or whatever, oh, or more right. than that, even, yeah. you know. And uh, and they only
0: wanted kings because everybody else had kings. God told that's them. part
1: of it, yeah, yeah. That um, I
0: will be the one to protect you. But they said, no, we want a king.
1: But I just, yeah, I mean, I do kind of wonder, like, why? Why are we told all of this information?
0: Because it's going to come up later, I think.
1: That's true. Yeah, with these tribes and these genealogies, these people, <clears throat> these people are basically the enemies of the Israelites, right?
0: Yeah, and also kind of shows like now there is a separation between the Israelites and everyone else, the or the Esau's line, because you know, an Israelites tribes were now going to multiply be fruitful and multiply but so is esau's line that was going to be multiplying and that's going to always have an enemy against israel israelites it was always that sharp the good guy and the bad guy fight the spiritual
1: um, so the amalekites appear again in exodus the israelites fight against the amalekites in exodus 17 you don't have to go there but And then in Deuteronomy, and then 1 Samuel, Saul is supposed to, uh, God tells Saul to wipe out the Amalekites, but Saul does not do that. He spares the king, and that's a big part of why Saul was rejected as king. Saul didn't listen to God, basically. He was trying to do his own thing, and that was one of the things he did, is not obey God. He did not wipe out the Amalekites.
0: Does it say why? God had to wipe them out.
1: They're evil. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All of them have been evil so far, but I think there was a, something special about them.
1: Well, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll that will come up later. There's a lot more uh, to come.
0: Okay. Stay so tuned.
1: Stay tuned. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're 22. Maybe we'll get there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got more. Sons of Sierra. These were the sons of Sierra, the Horite. Who inhabited the land, Lotan, Shobal, Zebion, Ana, Dishan, Ezer, Dishan. These were the chiefs of the Horites, the children of Seir in the land of Edom. The children of Lotan were Hori, Homan, Homam. Lotan's sister was Timnah. The children of Shobal were these, Elvan, Mana, Ebal, Shefo. 23 Shobai were these, Elvan, Shefo, and Onan. These were the children of Zebion, Aya and Anna. These are Anna who found the water wilderness for the donkeys of Zibeon his father. The children of Anna were these: Dishon and the We we've heard these these names already. These are children of Dishon: Hemdan, Eshban, Ethron, Kiran. Children of Ezer were these: Bilhan, Zivan, Akan. The children of Dishon were these: Uz and Aran. These are the chiefs that came from the Horites. Chief Lotan, Chief Shobal, Chief Zebian, Chief Anna, Chief Dishan, Chief Ezer, Chief Dishan. These are the chiefs who came from Hori among their chiefs in the land of Seir. Oh, here's, here's the kings of Edom. Yeah, kings. Oh, let's just read this part here. Yeah, so that's why I thought this was significant. The kings of Edom, right?
2: Mm-hmm. So if this is
1: like royal family. They have kings. Wouldn't this... Um, you know these people are probably kind of significant these what happened to these people you know these bloodlines may they still probably be around. still
0: exist maybe king charles is from these people yeah
1: i mean who knows uh i mean there are some people who really have uh are trying to figure this stuff out actually um yeah. these, using all these genealogies in the bible bible gives us a lot of these lists you know and this is yeah. a specific thing a list they're not really that exciting to read but if you really want to try to trace all these bloodlines, I think you can to a certain degree.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. I have seen people do that. They map out all these genealogy yeah. parts and they can tell yeah. exactly where they are, especially if they make connections to like who these people actually are in what regions, like say Billa and you know, all yeah. where, where would they have lived, you know, and what do they yeah, live? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, you can kind of map it out where they live. And also, um, are they, are are they like descendants of the Nephilim, the giant, especially the giant clans, you can make some connections and figure out and then that kind of gives us some clue as to why they needed to be wiped out. And it, it seems to me, you know, that they were and I don't think I'm jumping to conclusions here. I think it's I think they were a very good chance they were descendants of the Nephilim, like it says.
0: You know, we were talking uh, about that conversation before where every time God decided to wipe out a certain people or a city, it was because of the strange flesh, the other flesh.
2: Yeah, I I
0: had that revelation that it wasn't because people were simply evil, because God has already dealt with that with uh, christ like how to deal with the the wicked and the wheat and the tear i think the reason why he was specifically wiping out certain groups because there probably was some uh angel human hybrids yeah
1: yeah and that's the word Rephaim is used like 20 times in the old testament and then in, in Greek, it says giants, the gigas, you know, it's, it says it actually, and then, but the English translations are not, don't always follow that. It's hard to trace it in English. Yeah. You know, it's a bit obscured, like giants and descendants of the Nephilim. It's, it's, you have to kind of dig into it a bit. And then you realize, like, like, that's when I say, like, these people are evil. That's the general statement. How were they evil and why? Well, God declared them to be wicked people, you know, and, uh,
0: and usually, when he declares them that kind of wickedness, is because their soul or their genetic is totally corrupted, meaning angel, angel yeah, thing,
1: yeah, and he
0: wiped it, out yeah. the entire world, and only no one his family because of that. Well,
1: well, I don't think it's just a genetic thing either, though. You know what I mean? Like, cause, because because genetically pure human beings are also considered to be evil
0: yeah but i'm saying the evil does exist in all mankind which is dealt with sweet and tears but what i'm saying is that special kind of destruction like planet earth before flood sodom and gomorrah and even some Mm. of the tribes. i think it had to do with uh strange flesh meaning angel human hybrids
1: Maybe it's the, 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 the yeah. So there's a line is crossed. There's, there's yeah, that, where judgment has to occur.
0: Right there. Yeah, maybe.
1: Then. Yeah, like he, the, the the human heart is wicked, but it's kind of allowed you know to exist for a while. But then when you cross that line, when and you start line, creating hybrids, that's yes. where God's like, this has to end right now.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> continually destroys, keeps destroying people and lands once they start angel human hybrids.
1: Well, that's interesting. Now guess. that we we live in a gen- we live in an age now where everyone is forced to inject, uh, yeah, experimental technology into their bodies. So but it's I like uh, you,
0: as soon as there's some hybrid stuff going on, more people. It's are
1: happening going. already. It's just yeah. when it happens at a mass when it's uh, forced. That's basically where this is heading, right? It's. Yep. Uh, to destroy humanity, to create, uh, to transform. Well, they they told us already to transform humanity. That's the whole goal of the Great Reset.
0: And that's to change why,
1: humanity, to change us into something else. That they told yes, us something this. else is going. They to told us again,
0: this. angel human, and that's why God couldn't redeem those that are marked. I think the mark of the beast has to do with angel hybrid entering again.
1: They got uh, some Satan seed in them.
0: Yeah. Exactly. The sperma,
1: the Satan sperm. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, people are willingly gonna accept it because there's probably some benefits to them that they'll get in exchange. Like some sort they can of
1: keep product. their
0: job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, they
1: could ride the bus. Uh, they can get free ice cream. No, they get free hot dogs and ice cream and and uh, uh, uh crispy cream. They get free yeah. crispy cream if you take and the mark beer. of the beast.
0: And beer, free
1: beer, uh French fries.
0: Yeah, but I think in ultimately job. what's going to be promised is disease free and immortality.
1: Fake immortality. it doesn't take much to deceive people. Yeah, it's the, it's the soup. It's Esau. It's the bowl oh, of yeah. all right. you need is a bowl of soup. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah.
1: All you need is a bowl of soup to sell your birthright. Yeah. You, know, you don't. You don't need to enter the kingdom of God in the future. No. Right now, <laughs> you get this free cheeseburger if exactly. you take the Bac of the beast. All it takes is a cheeseburger.
0: Yeah, even like that guy who raped denai like he couldn't wait even a day. So, yeah. Foo fighter.
1: if you want to go to the Foo Fighters concert, you got to take the mark of the beast.
0: Yes. You know? No problem. We we get protection <laughs> from God, hopefully, that while we're out in the wilderness, while they're eating their donuts. All, All right. right, Kings Finish? of Edom. Yeah.
1: These were the kings who reigned in the land of Edom before there reigned any king over the children of Israel. Bela, the son of Beor reigned in Edom and the name of his city was Dinhabah. Bella died and Jobab was the son of Zerab Bozrah reigned in his stead Jobab died and Husham of the land of Temani reigned in his stead Husham died and Hadad the son of Badad who defeated Midian in the field of Moab reigned in his stead and the name of his city was Avith Hadad died and Samla of Mas Reka reigned in his stead. Samla died, and Shaul of Rehoboth by the river reigned in his stead. Shaul died, and Baal Hanan the son of Akbor reigned in his stead. Baal Hanan the son of Akbor died, and Hadad reigned in his stead. And the name of his city was Pau. His wife's name was Mehetabel, the daughter of Matred, the daughter of Mezabab. These are the names of the chiefs who came from Esau, according to their families, according to their places, by their names. Chief Timnah, Chief Alva, Chief Jetheth, Chief Oholi Bama, Chief Elah, Chief Pinon, Chief Kenaz, Chief Teman, Chief Mizbar, Chief Magdal, Chief Iram. These were the chiefs of Edom, according to their settlements in the land of their possession. Esau was the father of the Edomites." again like esau esau's uh poor esau you know poor guy
2: but he chose (laughs) that
1: yeah Um, yeah
2: he could esau was the father
0: it's like they
1: blame it on all they blame it all on esau
0: (laughs) i'm glad you read this chapter because this was a whole bunch of names
1: so they had this con- Jacob and Esau had this conflict, but they they're all their descendants continue to fight against each other for hundreds of years, really.
0: And I recognize some of these names uh, that get brought out later. Uh, my page is stuck. Hang on. It sort of had names like Baal and what are the other names that we recognize? Moab. That's the story from Ruth. Baal, is was it wasn't their god Baal and Rehobah, Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something about Rehoboth later.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And these uh, these chiefs, probably, they were heads of tribes, basically. Yeah. So there's a bunch of tribes. They're kind of like the 12 tribes, right? Maybe that's oh. kind of uh, how it relates. Because Jacob had the 12 sons and the 12 tribes.
0: Yeah. So now Esau has all these head. sons,
1: and these are the tribes of Esau. So it's kind of oh, like these that. These are
0: like parallel tribes of the brother. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Let
0: me count them and see if they're 12. 11. Are there only eleven? They should be 12. 5, they're 3, parallel. Four, five, six,
1: seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 11? Well, it says eleven? Well, it doesn't have to be exactly, you know.
0: But I think um, you had, But there were
1: tribes, it, though. Either yeah. way, they're tribes, you know. Um, so you
0: have tribes of Esau and then you have tribes of.
1: And they had kings Israel. and all that stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, and then then the next chapter starts into Joseph. We we then see then we get into Joseph and his brothers, these twelve tribes. You know what I mean? So, you know, sometimes they throw in these genealogies.
0: Well, I wonder why Esau's genealogy was important at all. It's not about that anymore. Now it's about Israelites and their story. After we conclude Joseph, it's all about the Israelites, unless uh, they're fighting esau's tribes
1: let's go to deuteronomy chapter 23 just in maybe in a conclusion here verse uh, seven and eight yeah verse seven you are not to abhor the edomite or you are not to abhor an edomite for he is your brother you shall not abhor an, an egyptian because you were a foreigner in his land the children who are born of them may enter the assembly of the lord in their third generation I don't God. know. I mean, that kind of brings up more questions, really, than I wanted. But uh, <laughs> but it's just kind of interesting, you know.
0: Because even in Egyptian, um, I think one of the verses says that there are the inheritance, like in names, Israel, uh, Egypt, like he has a plan for Egypt, Israelites, some other nation. Um, but I forgot that right now. So they're not like totally out of the picture of what he plans to do with them. You know, and like you said, they're, he's your brother.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, on the one hand, they were kind of the enemies, but on the other hand, he's your brother, you know, so.
0: Uh, well, that also goes along with Ishmael and Isaac's story. You know, they're enemies, but they're brothers.
1: There's a bit of grace, bit of mercy there, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's for I mean, sure.
0: God yeah. gives mercy all the time, even when they're all screwing up every single time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Even during, yeah, even when you don't expect mercy, there's there's mercy even.
0: Yeah. All right. So this right. will conclude today, and then all we'll right. continue next time with Joseph and his dreams and all this weird stuff that he does. Okay.
1: All right. Thank you. Great. Thanks a lot. All right. See you next time. Bye.
0: Bye.